Steven Seagal is getting harder and harder to understand, even though he speaks American natively, right? <laughs> English. I think it's because Steven Seagal's face is getting stiffer and stiffer. And so it's it like it's harder true. for him to move his jaw. Um, I think he that, can't open his lips enough to speak. Right. So it's gotten to the point where it's like he can only really speak through his nostrils. He's coming my hair. Ouch, Welcome to another episode of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Vicar on this June 8th, 2022. Man, I have so much saliva in my mouth right now. I'm just spitting. Spit it out. All over my computer. I bought you that spittoon for your birthday. Easy. (laughs) Anyway, so welcome to another episode of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Vicar on this June 8th, 2022. We are a week away from the second annual Quibbly Awards that will be held a week away next Wednesday, June 15th at 5 o'clock Pacific and uh, 8 o'clock Eastern, going for two hours, a two-hour live presentation on YouTube. We're expecting many, many people, or at least three, to show up. So um, uh, just show back up here on YouTube, everybody, to, uh, to watch the live show. You'll see many more faces besides our own. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to start off our, uh, oh, uh, first, our client. Our client for today is those who pry thighs use lies. Behold, trapped in a hellscape of their own invention, socially unaware old white men bound by the pretense of being fake lawyers yet knowing no law, no exquisite Latin terminology, they are inexplicably compelled to quibble over minutia, squabble over triflings and bicker like those who value their backyards far too highly without even knowing the difference between an easement and an alleyway. At this very moment, you have entered the heart of the law offices of quibble, squabble, and bicker. Let's get started. Can we so, change it the last minute to those who pry boards use glorts? <laughs> <laughs> no. On June 15th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, and airing live exclusively on YouTube, the Step Up to the Bar Association Legal Conference and Awards Banquet will host the second annual Quibbly Awards. Coveted by celebrities and common folk alike, The Quibblies are unusual in that they are TFTs, totally fungible tokens, so anyone can do whatever they want to them. There's no naked Uncle Oscar, no science fiction Emmy, no golden globulars, only Lady Justice peeking through her blindfold and a name on a virtual certificate. Brendan Haggerty, Greg Pettix, and Matt Parashi, the beloved triumvirate of the celebrated podcast, Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker, will be the MCs. Many words will be used, but none can predict exactly what those words will be. So remember, Wednesday, June 15th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, live on YouTube, come out for the second annual Quibbly Awards. Our number one in my book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm speechless and I'm also disappointed. So. <laughs> I haven't had this much excitement since I was named Miss Warsaw. And I appreciate the fact that you guys uh, find me the best anything. Okay, that is our sponsor for today, which is basically the Quibbly Awards. This is narcissism in action. Exactly. Did you get that music? Uh, is that public domain music? That majestic sounding. It score? is, but I give it uh, Creative Commons licensing at the end. It's the the little yellow text you see at the end. There is okay. How I give credit to the artist on that. So. So yeah, it, it's uh, it's free music, but it's also, you know, 
the deal. He lost the rights to his own music somehow. <laughs> right, it's, it's music he was unwilling to pay a dollar for. Right, or more. Or maybe he lost it in a, po a poker game. He lost the song rights. Well, no, it's just that it's something that's... I mean, I could pay a dollar for something, I suppose, if I could find one that I like for a dollar. But um, I, free free works for me, too. I don't know, so... I'm, I'm I'm not sure how we got off on this tangent. I I, I blame Greg. I, I, I just <laughs> yeah. said something. I'm it's feeling easy very... to blame Greg because he is the one who asked the question. I'm feeling very yeah. tangential today, by the way. <laughs> tangential. Your genitals are tan once again, which leads well, us into good. our client for today, which is those who pry thighs use lies. Now, this was originally come came up with because we found out that one of Brendan's favorite hobbies is to write fiction. And Greg got a degree in creative writing in college. And, you know, many people put the concept out there that people who write fiction are professional liars. Although there is some debate about that, you know, the, because of the nature of a lie is the desire to deceive. Whereas somebody who reads a fiction story, they know that the information isn't real. So is it really a lie at that point? They case? want to entertain. They don't want to deceive anyone. They just right. want to enlighten. Yeah, but it really just depends yeah. upon um, what aspects of the story are true fiction and what, you know, they're saying that something took place in a particular city, you know, is the city I, the lie? I, I think the, 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 the profession make up here is that it's journalists who are really professional liars, uh, <laughs> not, not fiction authors. It's the, it's the people that have been paid by the corporations to spin the fiction we're supposed to believe those guys are the liars. Yeah, they are trying to deceive. Just and also, uh, reality show script writers—that's deception. That's uh, oh, it's a reality yeah. show, but we script it out because they're all scripted. All those reality shows. Uh, I know guys. Wrestling. I... Yeah, wrestling. What about nude wrestling? Is nude wrestling um, fiction? That's pretty straightforward. They're they're not trying to deceive anyone. They're trying to titillate. <laughs> right, but again, you know, is there a set winner that's going to be um, oh. set up beforehand or not in the nude wrestling? And originally, I wasn't wasn't end, wrestling I, in the Olympics done nude in the beginning, way back when? I think all the sure. Olympic athletes were nude. The, the runners, the shot putters, every, every, but the not the javelin throwers because they didn't want them nude. I think they were, unfortunately, because There's they might of, grab yeah. the wrong javelin. Is the Pierce problem. Sacks. What'd you gymnasts, say? Gymnasts, gymnasts running around nude. <laughs> Pierce Sachs. That's a law firm in uh, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> or a fancy department store. Shop <laughs> 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 your javelin equipment at Pierce Sachs. Just don't come naked. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Already off onto a whole new tangent. <laughs> so, so, so what exactly does... Uh, uh, those who pry thighs use lies mean, Greg. Well, that's obvious. Uh, Explain why lies. it's obvious for those uh, who when, don't get obvious things. I'm pretty sure I'm going to say I'm going to be a little sexist here and say when dudes want to get with women, uh, sometimes the truth might get a little. Uh, I guess women do it a lot too. They kind of tell tall tales, like they hide things. But they I don't think they have them. to pry thighs though, because with guys you don't have to pry their thighs. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, I like know. guys, you, a lot you of guys, tell me are, West Coast. there's a lot of sleazy guys, you know, <laughs> who are like, will say anything to get a woman into bed. So wait, wait, Greg, Brendan made a comment that I'm curious to yeah, get into the, here. 
So what what was that response to? Because are you saying that, that you don't have to pry your that your thighs are, must be pried open, Brendan? Is that what you're I'm talking just, about? I'm just saying you're you're saying that it must be you were the one that was saying it can't be women because they don't pry thighs. And I'm saying, listen to you, West Coast. Oh, right. I, I apparently just forgot about an entire group of people, didn't I? Do you mean by that, do you mean the lesbos? Is that is that okay to say that now? You're just throwing out hate speech again, Greg. You're gonna is get that us hate? Banned. I don't know. You're going to get us banned. Is that just a nickname like that. though? Is that just a nice nickname? No, it's an island off of Greece, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. The island of Lesbos. Yeah. I believe that was uh, written about in the um in the Iliad. Or the it was the Odyssey, I think, not the Iliad. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of women like to do yard work, all have small dogs. <laughs> they put him up for the weekend. They all own Subarus. <laughs> Subarus, right? Yes, right. They like plaid and lots of plaid, <laughs> flannel, flannel plaid. So anyway, so so yeah. So I apologize to anybody that I may have offended by suggesting that uh, they're not capable of rape. Also, so um, anyway, point being that uh, what? what did you say rape? Well, if you're having to pry thighs, Greg, that means it's not really consensual, now, is it? Oh, I guess. Well, I mean, if it's a consensual prying. <laughs> Only when I ask you questions is it consensual prying, Greg. <laughs> I, I, I so mean, much. really, what could what could consensual prying be? Hey, I'm going to pry you, I guess. Well, I'm maybe you resist. go into it with the, the concept that you're going to keep your legs closed, right? Uh -huh. And the other person has to get them open like that. There's a game there. So that could be the consensual Who determines prying. when the game started, though? I think they whenever you start talking about it. And if it's a right way with two women, it's two pride. <laughs> Is it like a that's baggie? A two no, pride baggie? No, that's that's, that's when I go to the that's when I go to the gas station. I get the, the two pride. I get the two pride brand. <laughs> two pride toilet paper? Yes. Two pride. You don't get one pride. Oh the, the puns are a flying today. So <laughs> You're not the only one that can do dad jokes, man. I never said that I was. You're the one who threatens me with it all the but time. But I think, so. yeah, I think there's a lot of maybe uh, lies of omission rather than commission that go on in dating where, you know, I mean, just the fact that, oh, I've got to fart really bad on this date, but I'm not, I'm going to suppress it or I'm not going to talk about how I, I'm a dishwasher. <laughs> I, I, wait, I should you know, tell them I have gonorrhea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I once had gonorrhea at least, you know, you're not going to bring think. that up. Like a few you weeks to put before. your best foot forward and kind of leave things out. On a so this is day. more of like a metaphorical prying is what you're saying. Well, case. you want to pry the thighs eventually, but do you want to do like point, a verbal prying so that it is more um, willing. What's that pry? It's a, it's setting up so the woman will want to pry her thighs herself by thinking you're not a loser. Or but a woman vice versa. doesn't have to pry she, her own thighs open. She just opens her legs. Yeah, yeah. Right? So a woman, for example, but wouldn't could be she like... she possibly deny the thigh prior to the pry? Yeah. There could be a prior <laughs> denial. I'm confused now. I'm just enjoying all the rhyming. <laughs> We're like, we could get our rapper guy back on. We could, we could start laying some tracks down. He Call will be Twism. with us next week. Twism will be with us next week. The Good. one person we definitely will not be having will be Billy Skeels next week. Because oh. he is incarcerated. 
So, um, no. oh, yes. who I just got a, I got a message from one of his kids that said that uh, he's not coming. He's in jail. And I, said, Zoom in prison? I said, do you mind if you mind if I ask? They said, it's none of your business. I said, fair enough. And then the kid called me a bitch. It was hilarious. <laughs> what? And then I, I said, well, why am I a bitch? And he said, just kidding. But he spelled it just kiting. So I knew it could have been either him or Billy actually could have spelled it that way too. But um, and we had a little bit more of a conversation. This is the kid that was on our show at the same time as Billy at the end of the episode um, when he pulled this kid out. So Was it that kid like 11 years old? Uh, I think he was nine. He was turning 10. 10. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, I gave him a year or two. Right, and he's the one who had to tell me that his dad was in jail, which kind of in the video. Sucks. I thought that was a ghost. I thought someone died in the house. There's a ghost. What? No, that was the other people with the ghost. Like, yeah, that's a whole different controversy going on there. So my contact person with them had a falling out with the Mystic Ghost Supernatural team, and is now no longer with them. There was some kind of a rift that occurred. So they're not going to be on. Well, it's hard to say. I mean, they've they've all the the leader of it and my contact both responded and both are interested. The one that I contacted had a lot more interest, whereas the one who runs the show said sounds good, and that was the extent of their RSVP. So I don't know if they'll be on. But anyway, so there's that. Also, we'll have our one of our PR people will be on who wasn't on last year. That's Steve Joyner. He'll be on and. Uh, I want you guys to really pester him about ghost. getting us exactly. He was the one who was attacked by his family. Um, <laughs> That's right. But was something. <laughs> but when but when he comes on, I want you to really pester him about getting us um, Gary Busey because um, okay. I keep trying to get him to get us Gary Busey, and he keeps not giving me the contact information. So it's like I want you to harass him for that too. But in exchange, oh, yeah. we have to put on. A couple of comedians that he'd like us to get on, so I figured that's... I'm gonna call him a bitch. <laughs> he'll no, that's the other guy. He'll take you down. He will take you down, Greg. Unless his back is to you, then you can hit him pretty good. So anyway, those who prioritize use lies, and, um, and this is the case with I think many guys. We'll, we'll we'll make this very misogynistic in the sense that it's mainly men who do this to women who um, I mean I don't know I'm not familiar with the homosexual community enough to be able to say that they do this oh to... they do too they do too they'll say they don't have a boyfriend how, how can like, you how can you guys, say this Greg because I know you... gay guys who are just as sleazy as heterosexual men uh-huh because they just want to get laid so they'll be like oh no I'm not dating them we're just roommates we can fuck and they'll find out like he's a cheater uh-huh so if we have Icavelli back on, you think he would agree with that? Who's Icavelli again? Icavelli was your boyfriend from New Jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty eyes. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, he would totally. And, he, and he's coming on next week. He's he said he's looking. He was actually talking about us to somebody in Key West recently. So I was like, oh, I guess that's a good thing, as long as sure. it wasn't the authorities. That's our demographic down there. <laughs> yeah. Key West is our demographic. Oh, you know, that's sort of over 40 or over 45 white female. There's a lot of those down there. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that's who Driving you're talking Driving around in golf carts. Know. I'm looking forward to this. I've actually created a um, 
I'm creating like an intro for the award show itself to try and add a little bit of spectacle to it, you know, like they do to the other award shows. It's like a little bit. It's not going to be anything fantastic because I'm making it. So we know we know the nature of my abilities, which is like is Ike Cavelli hanging out with the Waspy Soda Pop? Should I get some two weeks ago? Sparkle will throw out of my pocket from time to time. You know, Ooh. that actually could be fun. Toss a little confetti in the air. You, like you could be Taylor? like uh, Rip Taylor, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that would be great. Was it Tom Waits? I was watching a couple of interviews with Tom Waits where he would specifically carry confetti with him on a, on interview shows and would just toss it up in the air um, every so often just to... Wow. Uh, because he wrote a song or a story about a guy who always carried confetti for that purpose. So he started doing it. So I guess so he could be that guy. You know. I suppose so. Wow. Tom waits for no confetti. He carries his own. And then I'll uh, take a sledgehammer to a watermelon. <laughs> oh, yeah? You want me to try and get Gallagher on? No, I'll do it. I'll do the Gallagher bit. I'll steal it. <laughs> You you can't call it sledgematic though because it's patented because he has like it's a uh, oh, trademark thing. No, he calls it that. Yeah, you'll have to call it something else, Greg. You have to call it like uh, I don't yeah. know some other thing. So like, I, I about. I once read somewhere that how it's interesting that it was almost like the invention of language was kind of a little part of it was just so that was the first time you could lie. Before language, you couldn't really lie. I mean, I guess you could, like, if somebody came up to you, like, hey, are you cool with me? And you could be like, and then you could bash them on the head with your caveman club, which is kind of a lie, you know, <laughs> pretending that you're friendly and being like all. Yeah. But yeah, language yeah. allowed us to do these elaborate lies where you could, you know, use words. It's, it's almost like that uh, Ricky Gervais movie. What about deaf people who don't know sign language? Can they lie? What did you say, Greg? They don't know sign language, so they can't communicate at all, you're saying? No, I didn't say they can't communicate at all. I said, can deaf people who don't know sign language lie? Can they talk and read lips and then talk back? I don't know, I don't know. I mean, you tell me. Yeah, Marley Maitland can lie. Marley Maitland can lie. She lies all the time. Marley, Marley Matlin lies all the time. What, She's what? a fuck. Oh my god! When she wants to cry, oh. some thighs. She, She's so worse. She's saying everybody, everybody, everybody in L.A. has had a bit of her. Gary Coleman, uh, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> the list goes up. They all dated Marley Matlin. <laughs> Emmanuel yeah. Lewis. <laughs> yeah, Andre absolutely. the Giant. <laughs> From big to small, she's fucked them all. That's what they say about her. That's, that's the slogan that usually shows up under her face at award ceremonies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, my God. You guys know I once got the one... I used to write bullet reviews for um, the, the local Tucson rag, weekly rag, for movies. And the one time they censored me and I quit because I was like... The only reason I have this job is so, so I can tell shitty jokes in these movie reviews. And I was making fun of Jean-Claude Van Damme because that guy's fucking lived in America for 20 years at that point. And he still talked with the shitty diction of like Marlene Maitland. He was still well, like, he's Belgian. 
Yeah, and he's lived in America for 20 fucking years. He's still like, but there's plenty of people who have been here for 20 years and still have trouble with English, Greg. Well, they, they, they're morons. Come on, get with the program. <laughs> but, but, so so you're I, calling but, immigrants morons, Greg. Is no, what you're if, they don't, if they can't figure you're out the language it. at a certain point, come on, you live here. You, you deal in Hollywood. It's not like you're like, oh, I have a dishwasher. I don't have to use the language that much. You have, you're, you're so nimbified, Greg. No, but this is. I'm just trying so, to understand. Did you did you actually compare him to? Yeah, I said. How come he still speaks with the diction of Marley Maitland? And they they were like that was the offensive part. Not necessarily that he can't speak. I don't think it was racist. It was. Was well, that racist? But it's it's just like come on. No, it's not. It's not racist. It's like Trumpish, is what it is. Is the what he's basically he's talking like Donald Trump now. Is My parents were immigrants. <laughs> they learned the fucking language. It's just like it's ridiculous that Jean Claude Van Damme, the millionaire, is still like, oh, I can't. I, this he like, still has almost, an accent. I know that's a horrible no, thing. No, it's an, an accent. accent. It's almost like you can barely understand him. It's like you can understand what think, he says. But it's I hard though. He it's and really Steven thick. Seagal, I think he and Steven Seagal have some sort of parallel balance. Like the the the, the worst that he spoke something like you know what I mean? I don't know. Because Van, Van Damme hasn't changed, but Steven Seagal is getting harder and harder to understand, even though he speaks American natively, right? <laughs> English. I think it's because Steven Seagal's face is getting stiffer and stiffer. And so it's it like it's harder true. for him to move his jaw. Um, I think he that, can't open his lips enough to speak. Right. So it's gotten to the point where it's like he can only really speak through his nostrils. He's coming <laughs> out. Hey, he's the pink whip. You know, I used to really yeah. enjoy Steven Seagal movies way back when, and then something changed after like the third movie. <laughs> where you liked him? I did. I Above the Law was like this, in my opinion, kind of a groundbreaking uh, martial arts movie. He was using a style of martial arts I'd never seen before. I guess that's true for an action movie in America. Nobody was using martial arts back then. No, no, no. That particular style of martial arts. He wasn't using kung fu. Right, I know, but not most other martial arts movies use like a form of kung fu or karate, and he wasn't using. I think he was using aikido. I think that was what his style was. So I think that what was what was new for me, you know. And he had, a, I mean, he had a very serious demeanor. wasn't any great actor, but you know, most people in martial arts movies are not great actors, so that wasn't unexpected. But I think it was after Under Siege, like maybe Under Siege Two. Where I think he got a little too serious, like he started taking his career too seriously or something, and then he started, he started to try to be an actor. Yeah, you know, and you know, he was in that one movie with Kurt Russell. I th- what was it called, like Executive Decision or something? And I was really surprised to see that he died really, really fast in that yeah, movie. Yeah, it was like a fake a switcheroo. He, he was like in for like three minutes, and then he gets sucked out of the exhaust of a plane or something. And then he was so gone. who's the star for the rest of the movie? I can't remember. No, it was Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell was the main star. Oh, Kurt Russell movie. was the star. Yeah. yeah, but it was Steven Seagal was in it as like a, a, a big name as part of the movie, but he is basically offed. Like, so I wonder if he like really pissed off somebody on the set. Like, you pissed off the director, if you pissed off Kurt Russell or I something. I think that was the thing. There was like Mission Impossible movies. You know, those Mission Impossible movies always kill off the big stars at the beginning. I think it was the thing where they knew he was going to die. Like, they thought it would be they this amazing... Who did they kill off quickly in the beginning of those movies? In every Mission Impossible, it starts with a team, and it's like recognizable faces. It would be like Emilio Estevez, 
big kind of semi-stars that you might know, and then they kill them off, and then they bring in the real team, like Tom Cruise, as this total, like, fake-out. In every Mission Impossible movie? I I only saw two, but they did it in two of them. Well, two of You know, there have been like six. You say every one, and I'm like, maybe the first one. Maybe the first movie they did that, but I don't think they did that for any of the other It's kind of a cool idea, though, because you go to the theater and you don't think they're going to die. And you're like, fuck, they just died. I thought they were the stars. I think you saw maybe the first one and maybe like a parody, and they did then the parody, too, and that was pretty much it. He conflated. I don't Emilio Estevez dying and. Uh, that was just a name off the top of my head. They're recognizable stuff, people. They're, they're it's not funny just like, you would pick Emilio Estevez, though, of anybody. Because he, have you been thinking about him recently? Has he been like where your dreams have gone, Greg? That's the kind of actor. Are his thighs the ones you want to pry? Yes, no, his cheeks. <laughs> but they, um, they hire guys like that who, like, you haven't really seen, but you know their name. People, when you see Emilio Estevez, it's, it's not like that guy. You're like, oh, that's Emilio Estevez. And they always have these actors, you know. <laughs> when I, when I see Emilio Estevez, when I see Emilio Estevez, I think to myself, "What fucking year is it? Where am I?" <laughs> when I see Emilio Estevez, I think Jane Fonda. Right. <laughs> Just because you would say you said you'd see Emilio Estevez, like who else would you see if it wasn't Emilio Estevez that you were talking about? Of course you would see Emilio Estevez if you saw Emilio No, Estevez but I'm saying there. as opposed to some no-name actor, like character actor, where you're like, oh, that... So who would be a, an example of one of these no-name actors, Greg? Give us a name. Um, uh, Icelandic cop guy, Einar. <laughs> Einar Haraldson? Einar Haraldson. Oh. Son of Harald. So they wouldn't kill him off. They'd keep no, him No, most movies would gladly just be like, who cares? Nobody's going to be shocked if Einar dies. Yeah, he's security guard too, who comes around the corner and goes, ah, you know. Yeah, when the witch coven gets him. But when you when you're watching an action movie and there's a team of like five recognizable actors doing kick-ass action, you're like, oh, okay, I'm I'm in. And then they kill him. You know, I think you're thinking of maybe Charlie's Angels, because I think they did that on one of the Charlie's Angels episodes or something where they What? I saw the two movies of Charlie's Angels. They didn't do that. I could be wrong. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just throwing it out there we get on this i I, I actually started to watch i started to watch mission impossible one a few nights ago because i was like man tom cruise looks young in that movie i'm like this is an old movie yeah they began a long time ago he's kept that franchise alive he's turned into sylvester stallone and now he's got top gun back yeah, yeah but what I've been it. hearing about the new Top Gun movie is supposed to be like much better than the first one, which really wouldn't take that much, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. First movie wasn't that's, really that great. That's an effort. <laughs> He's had a lot more years in movie making experience to be able to make a better movie than the first Top Gun. Anyway, so uh, those who probably thought he's used lies. Lying. It's lying we're talking about. So how often do you think we lie, Greg, on this show, Brendan? Do we lie frequently? Uh, specifically on this show? Yes, on our podcast. In general, as a human being? What? No, just specifically during the course of any particular Law Office's Equivalent Squabble and Vicar episode. Oh, and are we probably. lying to pry thighs or for some other reason? Uh, I, think I think it's like you said. It's I, not a lie. We're just trying to be funny uh, when we lie. I think, I think it's a I lie think to think that we're funny. 
That's a lie. I think I think sure some lies get some some truths get stretched, lies get told. Uh, is it for pry and thighs? No, yeah. it's for uh, buying size or frying guys. I don't know. I can't think of anything. <laughs> prying guys, quibble squabble maker. Binding eyes. <laughs> Sighing cries. With three tries. <laughs> but anyway. It's multi-pry. So what was the setup of the question? Because I think I read somewhere where like an average person lies like 200 times a day or something ridiculous. Yeah. I what it was. It was a lot. Little tiny things like I'll be right there when really they're not right there. But just lots of just misrepresentations. Not how I like, you know. Uh, no, I'm not married. Sure, let's go to my place. Not like those kind of lies, but yeah. you know, this little tiny dipshit lies. I think we do at least seven to twelve lies per episode between the okay. three of us. I think at least. And that's for entertainment purposes. We don't really want to deceive. Well, I think every waspy soda pop recipe is meant to be real, but um, it fools. It's you. Not, but like you said. Is, is it lying if you're just trying to, like writers, they're not lying, they're trying to entertain, they're not trying to deceive. Well, it's like your sentence, uh, it's not racist if it's true. That's what you like to say. No, it's not racist. Yeah, and it's not racist if it's funny. That's why I was saying. <laughs> right. And I think it's still racist. No, whether, I'm kidding about that Whether one. it's true or but funny. But if it's true, it's not. <laughs> How can you deny truth? Because every racist says that, Greg. No, but they're idiots. Okay, well, at least you've joined the club. I have stats to back me up. <laughs> Every racist says that, so if somebody says that, they're racist. <laughs> That's an interesting syllogism. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a little weirdly stated, but okay. <laughs> um, I always like that saying that, the, what was that, some Greek myth or something, or story where everything I say is a lie. Uh, is that the Sphinx? Some kind of character is like the Sphinx. It was the sphincter. Yeah, he does a riddle. <laughs> it sounded like the beginning of a George Bush dinner. Good, ever, good evening, everybody. <laughs> God bless y'all. You know, there's that old saying about, uh, you know, uh, one guy against it all, stop the thing. No, you know, sphincter. George Bush and never lied, two though. Two guys. George Bush never lied. He only misspoke. That was his... Uh... Word for life. I miss. I honestly miss that guy so hard. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Well, did, he recently spoke out against Trump or something, didn't he? I think I remember. Oh, recently. Oh, yeah. He spoke out about Trump a long time ago. Oh, did he? Okay. I thought it was something okay, more yeah. recent, though. Oh, when 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 Trump shat on Jeb, all the oh. bushes were like, nah. yeah. They all like came out of the bushes. Yeah. Say something. They appeared out of those little. Pylon things. Like sleeve stacks? <laughs> like sleeve that stack. explains everything, actually. That now we know where the George Bush came from. I think yeah. George Bush. Well, he's a lizard he's a lizard person. So that's why I don't know. I went lizard person, Bush, lizard person. They appeared out of pylons, and then he said sleeve stack, which was, you know, kind of what I was. And then George Bush was the pylon. George Bush used the pilot to make a hurricane attack Mar-a-Lago that week. I think that America was the thighs during the Bush administration. That, that he uh, pried open? Yes, so he could get the Patriot Act going. And, With Dick uh, Cheney. Uh, who's, who, As all Dick yeah. Cheney, I think. <laughs> where, where, where one person's 
flies in another person's thighs, when are they starting to end in that Washington? It's really hard to tell, you know? <laughs> did, did, you know, Obama inherit some inherently things that were going kind of well and then it did better and he didn't do anything remarkably stupid. You know, it's like, what did Trump really do? None of them do anything. Anyone thinks otherwise is... He did a lot of bad Beverly stuff. Hills. Actually, yeah, watch too much reality TV. You know, it's all scripted. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, no. That was it. So who was writing Trump's scripts then? Was it Steve Bannon? Could have been Probably Bannon. It had been somebody else. Had it been something a little, little bit behind this, more behind the scenes than Bannon who was writing Trump's scripts, I think. I think um, Trump was would have made his own script a lot. He went off script a lot. No, there was that weird, that weird ghoulish looking dude. Stephen Miller? Yeah, Stephen Miller, I think, was a was a pretty oh, big architect. I think the vampire kid. That's for I think he wrote a lot of shit, and then they just Trumpified it, meaning they just took like word bobbles and sort of and sort of word bobbles. So I think, well, you know, where they like jumbled up a few words and interchanged shit, or made him say the same thing three times in a row just to be stupid. They had to kind of run it through a Trump filter. I was I was on the team that worked on the. AI that developed the Trump filter. So you just, you put regular speech into the thing and it would spit out um, Trump. It's a little broken now. They're trying to use it with Biden, but it's not, it's not, it's not quite kicking out the same way. Yeah, Biden's filter is working in a different way. What was that, Greg? Was that machine called the Bombasticon? It just adds. That's right. 100% more I'm the Bombasticon. Yeah, that was it. Wasn't that a song from Shaggy? I think it was. I can't do that. Yeah. If I try. Remember that. during Trump's reign, though, like nobody cared anymore because it was the post truth era. But you know, those watchdogs who listen to politicians and say, oh, he lied during that debate four times. And then when Trump came in, it was like oh, every day he was lying like a hundred times. Well, the Washington Post has uh, Washington Post gives away Pinocchios to politicians for their lies. Yeah, and they were just kind of like uh, having like a hundred a day for Trump. Yeah, they, they had to give up. They were just like, well, why are you going to report this shit? It's just every everything that comes out of his mouth almost seemed to be some mistruth. I tell you, next week, I, I can't wait for next week so that I can really utilize this particular How come screen. Wayne is not in the chair? I don't know. Maybe because he didn't move yet or something. That uh, That's why. Or his screen is, is frozen. Oh, oh, there he is. Oh, he's back. I think his screen must have been frozen. That's why I wouldn't do it. So we'll be able to use this for everybody who shows up on the show next week. If we have like 25, but this can hold 25 people here. Oh, so we'll be able to see over? everybody's heads. Because it's just 12 seats. This is more than 12 seats, Greg. Oh, I guess I have a laptop. Sorry. No, uh, you're using iPad. a tablet. You don't have a laptop. An iPad. So Yes, because you refuse to like welcome other technology is why. No. That is I, why. I, I do refuse. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't want to learn how the headphones I'll have will to, work. I'll have to get a little better lit behind me. Brendan, did you take LSD? Well, I think everyone's going to be different, really, you know. So I'll either use that one or I'll get to use this one, which also holds 25 people. So, but this still has me like at the front of the room for some reason. Because you're the teacher. <laughs> Children, oh, this make is, sure this you is... hold your pencils and shove them in Jimmy's eye. I fucking hate this teacher. <laughs> the giant, I'm the giant hey. water baby next to Brendan. I saw that. Like, hey, Brendan. I see what you I'm... people are doing behind me. 
That's the guy with a big head. I have gigantism. Don't make fun of me. Don't pick on me. <laughs> you, that's true. You do have like a gigantic head on these things for some reason because you're so. I do have a gigantic head even without the effects. <laughs> very fat. That's head. true. I was noticing that last night. We went out for karaoke last night, Brendan, and I was realizing that Greg's head is getting like massive. It's like it's turning. It's like turning into like the thigh of a pig. His his uh his head. It's bigger than that. His head is a ham, is what it is. I think I told you guys when I was in Little League, they, they never the hats that fit me. The hats uh, never fit me. Like I always had a fat head. Like when I was ten, they were like fat head. The hats don't fit you. Like because I think my brain is so big. That's why I'm so smart. Is I need a huge because mm-hmm. the brain goes down into your chin and through your nostrils. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's <laughs> not enough room for all this brain power. I'll have to agree with you. I think that's exactly what it is. I think your brain is so massive, it cannot fit within a normal human skull. Yeah. So they gave you this gigantic like... one. Why evolved? Was, it, was that what it was? Yeah. Hey, guys, I wanted to actually play for you what I've created so far for the intro for the show next week and get your opinion on it to see if it's oh, the appropriate that's not... amount. No, what? let's not do it during the show. Why? It's not it's, it's like... not done. I mean, there's. it's just going to be like... Okay, what I, I just don't want to what? spoil it. You know, it's going to be... I want people to be waiting for it. We'll spoil it for like the 10 people who are watching the show today. Yeah, Maria's going to be very pissed off. <laughs> okay. But, well, but you can okay. tell me if it needs any changes or anything. Okay, fine. So just, you know, because this is all part of the process. You know what I'm saying? If yeah, I could figure process, it out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, give me a chance to get some more soda. Yeah, you can do the soda while you're listening to this. It's not a big deal. So here we go. This presentation is brought to you in living color on Zoom from the Brachi, Penix, and Haggerty homesteads in Portland, Oregon, and Clearwater, Florida. Tonight, live, the Step Up to the Bar Association Legal Conference and Awards Banquet presents the second annual Quibbly Awards. The Quibbly Awards are brought to you by the Nickel Emporium. Where everybody gets a nickel. Ground force. Moles are the enemy. Safe Mart. Be safe. Divisipam. Why compromise and work things out? And the Clean Sphincter Society. Your taint is your treasure. Ladies and gentlemen, we are expecting numerous luminaries to attend or cancel, like the beautiful Luke McCullough, talented Einar Haraldson, inimitable John Vorhaus. Razor Sharp Jason Pollock, Beatific Shanna Toft, Notorious Dr. L. Chris Gowan, Glimmering Dr. Lauren Lichty, Unfathomable Billy Skeels, Artistic Mark Stancil, Font of Wisdom Melissa Searcha, Jovial Joshua Avali, Industrious Stephen Joyner, Loquacious Lavana Bracci, Tempestuous Ike Avelli, Serene Luca James, Prolific Ryan Casada, Secretive Buzz Lightyear, Rotund Sanchez El Dorado, Squabbly Shantypants, Athletic Nick Tabor, The Sprightly Mel Ortiz, Jamaican-Canadian Cresha Turner, Spooky Mystic Ghost Paranormal Research Team, Marvelous Mark Morales, Tenacious Adam Hirschfield, Splendiferous Twism White Peace, Infamous Wise Otero, Legendary John Velasco Mills, and the Crafty Michael Stein. And with your masters of ceremonies, the gregarious Greg Pettix, the Brendarius Brendan Haggerty, and the malevolent Matt Bracci, welcome 
to the second annual Quibbly Awards. All right, so I will accept all criticism. <laughs> it sounds like somebody has no idea what adjectives are. It's just so <laughs> random. It's just, it, some of them work. Some of them are like, oh, that adjective does describe that person. Then some are like, what? Uh huh. That's because you probably just know what the word meant. That's why. Adjective has nothing to do with that person. What, like, which one were you talking about, Greg? I can't think off the top of my head, but... I was just wondering if I, like, used too many people's names, if I should just limit it to, like, four or five. Should I do them all? Is it the appropriate oh. amount of enthusiasm? Should I add anything else to it? Blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever, you know, whatever you guys have in mind. But you might have to it, it's all changeable. People don't show up. I think, I think just, I think just less. Yeah. That's what I was kind yeah. of thinking, too. I was thinking there's, like, too many that I was doing. Yeah, it's just, I start to get, I started to kind of, like, Zone out a bit. I'm like, what? I oh, another right. one. He's, yeah. he's reading off names for fuck's sake. Yeah, and then they get so clever that I don't. I the name, the name, and the clever thing sort of started to blur together. Yeah, it was a little harder to follow. But yeah, I mean, they're basically meant for like the individuals. Like each of these is like their own personal whatever for that person to enjoy or oh, no, that's not cool. like or something but at the same time be... for the overall audience it would be tedious more than mm. likely yeah to have too many okay we'll narrow it down um, you're showing how the sausage is made matt i don't like it <laughs> we show how the sausage is made every show greg but it's also not even really showing how it's made it's just basically reviewing one particular thing and thus for all of the people whose names are going to be deleted from it you know in the next incarnation they'll go at least it was on this episode that they got to have whatever said about a roll them. call, right? Everyone, raise your hands if you're here. A rogues gallery, <laughs> president. It is our rogues gallery. All right. Well, why don't we just move on then to what the the part of the show that everyone wants to hear and loves the most? It's time to ask Greg. He has an opinion, may not always be right. He's a real fake lawyer. He's old and he's white. Ask him a question, cause he's a good egg for bogus advice. Ask Greg. Ask Greg. Ask Greg. Brenda, do you have anything from the uh, from the hopper that uh, is there for Greg for his legal advice for this particular week? Let me take a look. Okay. I gotta start wearing a robe when we do this. And a wig, a powdered wig. Yeah. That would be uh, awesome. Powdered wig. I would love that, honestly. <laughs> or just put like uh, powdered sugar on your head. Like a bag of it. Just put like one bag. Rubbing, just balance a powdered sugar bag on your head. The rubbing my chin doesn't look wise enough. It looks like I have lice. Maybe. It does. <laughs> You're right. It looks like you've got bugs. <laughs> All right. This is, this, is a, this is a bit of an odd one. It's, a, it's kind of an... In, inheritance type of situation uh dear dear greg uh i don't you don't know me but i've um i've heard a lot about you on the internet as it turns out my uncle a great historian and philosophical leader of my country has since uh deceased due to illness uh, brought on by government secret agents uh, my question to you, great American, is uh, will you help me to transfer the $27 million um, that he has left me into your kind hands, by which I will split it 
with you later in the month of July. God bless uh, Prince Naheem Rashad Amani. Are you um, residing in the tiny island republic of Togo? By He's chance? just reading the letter to you, Greg. He doesn't. I don't, I don't oh, know. This person I mean. Yeah. Is there a return address? Is it from Togo or Nairobi? His email address is shortyhotty995 <laughs> at yahoo.de. <laughs> that mean anything to you that means he's german well it does sound like everything's sewn up legally and um please send them i i would love to get my hands on half that money i i will help any way i can i mean i have a little nest egg i'll just send it to him no questions asked it sounds all above board to me i mean yeah his uncle yeah. the leader of this country bob's yeah, right. yeah. It sounds like there's some money there I'll let him know you're interested and uh, we'll see if Please he do. responds. I don't know why I never get emails like that. that how come I never get emails like that? That would be nice to have opportunity. Because you don't check your email as well. I, I don't know. I you used to. And I never, I never yeah. get opportunities like that. Business opportunities. You need a Hotmail address, dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. Or a get, get, the, get that Western it. Union account open too, Greg. All right. I've got one for you too. So, dear Greg, what is the difference between lying in court and perjury? Lying in court is if you're very tired oh. and you lay down. <laughs> I was doing your joke. Sorry. There <laughs> really went, is no. Went to Punland. There, there really is no difference. Uh, any lying in court, even if even if they ask you like, "How are you feeling today?" and you're like, "Pretty good, Your Honor." And you're not feeling that good, like you got diarrhea. They could stop you with perjury for that. Really, it's a lie. You lie. You're saying it's against the law to have diarrhea in court. No, to lie about it. Oh, to lie about it. Any <laughs> lie is a public traffic court. courts. Yeah, I don't need that shit. I got to get yeah, to work. In, you know, you in a court of law, it. it's like you have to. Everything has to be truthful. So, like, if you're in a court of law, and uh, you know, the, if the judge asks you, "Do I look fat in these pants? Does my ass look fat?" You better answer truthfully. He'll know, and you get stopped with a perjury charge. To digress a little bit, how many judges do you think are wearing assless chaps while they're in court under their robes? Well, Monty Python answered that question. They that famous judge. They had. They, they said how many? Not assless chaps, but they're all wearing like sexy lingerie and like women's lingerie. Oh, so all they, of them. They made it seem like it was a common thing with judges. Like all judges. When they let their, wear when they let their wigs down. You know, in the in their chambers. That's maybe just British judges, but what about American judges? I'm sure there's at least twenty percent. <laughs> or makes sense. They let their wigs down. They let their wigs down. Twenty <laughs> percent. All right. Well, that's pretty significant uh, percentage. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, thank you very much. That was Ask Greg, and we appreciate everybody's contributions. That. Uh, uh, participates in this and sends us the letters to Greg in order for him to answer these questions. So thank you very much, all of you out there. Um, this We continue on with our client, those who pry thighs, use lies. And I actually want to get into a little bit about you know, Greg and Brendan's abilities to write fiction. I don't know and about Brendan's fiction. What kind of fiction do you write, Brendan? Um, sci-fi mostly, but kind of more cool. Philip K. Dick kind of sci-fi. Can I some more, some more a, Android type sci-fi stuff? 
Hmm? More like oh, Android type, uh, and, Android well, and, the, and heavy the drug the use sci-fi? Kind of. More yeah. like that. The one I'm working on now has to do with the, uh, you know, it's, I started writing it a couple of years ago. It's about sort of this collapsing multiverse and how everything's getting crisscrossed and, you know, people are not the same people they were the day before. And he, this guy's just trying to get to work. Anyway, stuff like that. Oh, interesting. Hey, you give me an idea that we should do for an episode, which is create a story live on the show. Like each of us comes like up radio with drama. Exactly. But we do it live. We'd like do it off the top of our heads. We start from the beginning and somebody begins it and then it goes in that, however that many directions. Oh, I can't imagine that going well. Off no the one said it was going to go well, Greg, but it'll go. I've done this. I've done this with. I've done this with my kids many, many times. It's a great little. And it's it's really not until somebody's like, I'm really, I'm really sick of doing this, and they just start going, and then they all die. And you're like, oh come <laughs> on, man. No, they just the car crashes, and they all burn up, and they're dead. That's the end. Yeah, like, but you know, if you're doing science fiction, you can bring them all back. Right. Yes. Okay, you're you're up next. And then God came. Oh God damn it! No. <laughs> Did God come and then God damned it? Yeah, and then damned it, and the guys got back to life and carried oh, on. And by the way, we have two questions it. from TikTok. First one is, "What are your pronouns?" So that was from Fana, and the second one is, "How's your day going?" My day is fine, but my pronouns well, together as a threesome were they. Yeah, as but we are they together, singly, and we when we speak of ourselves, we're all he's he man. We're he man. Beep bop. I am ten speed and brown shoe. Those are my pronouns for today. That's those are names, nicknames. <laughs> what? No, those brown are shoe? collective nouns, Greg. Okay. Ten speed and brown shoe. Those are collective nouns. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like a, wasn't that an eighties detective show? Uh late seventies, early eighties with Jeff Is Goldblum and Ben Green. I am the, a. That was where Jeff Goldblum got his start. Was on that show, or at least I am he, even though everyone doubts it and says, "I guess I have a lot of sheeness in me." You have a lot of she-ra in you. I what? do. I'm a he-man, but with some she-ra in me. <laughs> you have a giant green tiger living inside of you. I wish. <laughs> you wish. You wish you had a giant green tiger living inside of you. Yeah. Why would you wish that? I could yawn and unleash him to attack my enemies. I could be like, ah. But he would like eat the insides of you if he was inside. No, I'd train him not to. You you would train a giant green tiger. I'm big enough now. I could have a tiger mind. I'm fat. I'm huge right now. So you have extra space within you. Like your body is kind of like Snoopy's doghouse, is what you're saying. There's like a lot more room in there. It's like feeling the cat's bag. Or it's Doctor like, Who's TARDIS. It's like you open your mouth wide enough, people can walk in and go downstairs, is what you're saying. And and you're right, it's like the TARDIS from Doctor Who. It's, it's like, like Disneyland uh, in there. Like Pogo's tree, you know. Oh, Pogo oh, had that. Uh, I didn't know Pogo had a magic tree. Yeah, magic lived in the tree with Snoopy and all of his friends. I just thought he was an insufferable liberal cuck. <laughs> Pogo? <laughs> Like what? anybody listening to this knows who Pogo is. I'm kidding. Actually, I you know, consider our demographics, they probably all know who Pogo is. That was satire because I do with Walt Kelly's politics. At the very least, Pogo will be showing up as a cartoon character whenever I finally edit this. 
on the screen. I just don't you know should. How people will know it, but when you show them, people will say, "Oh, that guy, Pogo." They might, but Brenda was trying to say something, and you talked Sorry. about him again. I'm just saying, how is he a liberal cuck? Uh, oh. Pogo was a comic strip in the 50s and 60s and 70s that was about these funny animals, but they talked about oh. real politics, like you know, like and he was very liberal, Walt Kelly, you know. Yeah. Oh, so they were like Doonesbury with animals. Yeah. Ah. Way better, a much better comic strip. Why? Why was it better? Was kind of funny for 15 minutes for a yeah, while, yeah. and then it just. It's like, draw another panel already. Stop using the same panel. You're talking about every time they use, like, the White House and for, like, four panels, and it was just, like, yeah, words yeah. above it? <laughs> exactly. No, Walt Kelly was a great cartoonist. I mean, his strip looked great. Like, it looked like a kid's a beautiful, funny animal kid strip, but they'd be talking about, like, there'd be an animal show up who's, like, Joe McCarthy. He's, you know, it would be, like, a woodchuck named Joe McCoo-Coo-Coo. <laughs> Hey, something. which which president do you think would have the most interesting comic strip if they could create one? Donald Trump, probably. Trump would have the best comic Trump strip? Trump is an interesting president. I mean, drama, thrills. I was thinking Andrew, and, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Oh, other time. Masquerade. That would be like bloody, pulp fiction. Like, yeah, he'd be killing yeah. Indian children and women. Uh, you know, and dueling them. with people, shooting them until they were yeah. dead. After it all started shot. with the Battle of New Orleans, Greg. You know, because in 1814, he took, we took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty down the mighty Mississippi. There's no river called the mighty Mississippi. I don't know what they're talking about. Well, if they had to take like a little bit at a time when they drank it, so it's like a Mississippi. Is so like you got your dad Marshall. joking? Good work, Dad. Was. It was a little your, one up mid ship on your part. Your is that a is that like a mega pint? How is <laughs> same sort of <laughs> a microdose? It's a misadep. <laughs> so or a misstep in humor. Yeah. Bottle I mean, full of cocaine. <laughs> that's when they touched the powder off after they uh, powdered the gators behind. So like so. ten years ago we could ask the question who was the most lying president, but I mean now it's pretty much hands down, but before Trump, well, you know, I think who's the least trustful president? That, like, seems they, so there were like two who were like supposed to have been really corrupt, and that one was Ulysses S. Grant, and another one was uh, Warren G. Harding. But Harding was supposed to have been like worse than uh, than Grant. I thought Grant was just a drunk, like he was just. Uh, uh, well, I there was apparently a lot of nepotism, um, and uh, during his administration as well, which kind of aligns with what Trump did. You know, but with Harding, it's like he was in bed with like the uh, the, teapot dome the prohibitioners. Scandal. You know, no, but that was the teapot dome scandal, right? Warren G. Harding. Yeah, I think was so. That? Yeah. Yeah. But then Franklin Pierce is supposed to be like on the list of the worst presidents too. But I don't know if he's as bad as those guys. I know. You say Jimmy Carter's terrible, and I love Jimmy Carter, so I don't know about this. Well, you can love him like... as a person, but as no. a politician, no, no you can't do... love him as a person. No, I'm saying he was the first president to finally make some peace between the Israel, Israel, the Israels and the Palestinians. How many Israels are there? Is there like more than one? Israels. <laughs> so there's the Egypt Israel. There's the Syria Israel. There's the Lebanon Israel. I meant to say the Israelites. Uh-huh. No, who was the one president? In the, like 90s, the, the Israels. 
Steve Steve Smiter and the Israels. I think Steve they were in Brooklyn. Smiter. That actually sounds like a bad baseball team, doesn't it? Like the Detroit Israels. <laughs> Next I guess up, be... Steve Smite from the Detroit Israels. But uh, but yeah, I mean he did some good shit, and then he just had some uh, bad hands dealt to him. But it, it was like he was this incompetent boob, you know, like Taft or Hoover. Yeah, well, Hoover Hoover is kind of like in the same position as Biden, right? So in <laughs> other words. Because Hoover he had a huge me- mess that he had to clean up, um, and he basically is the one who had to. No, take he started all the, the mess. Up. No, he didn't. He did. No, the, the, because, and he ignored it. He just kept saying, "Ah, people just need to work harder." It's like there's no fucking jobs. There's a depression. He wasn't dealing with it. He was in this nonsense land of just like these poor people the, the, just don't want to work The depression started before he was president. I know, but then he had to, what his way of dealing with it was just saying, people don't want to work. These lazy, good for Right, nothing. like I said, he's like Biden. So No, you know. that's, uh, usually Republicans are the ones who are like, oh, these poor people on welfare, they don't want to work. Mm. Yeah. The you Democrats should, should listen, like, you should listen more frequently. They kind I'm of sound the a Democrats, lot more the same. The Democrats at least make some social programs every now and then they get around to like, oh, we're going to have more... We're gonna have more food stamps for people. We're gonna have- this okay, comes hey. from the guy who doesn't pay attention to anything. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before before you put your drink down, let me talk for like one minute. All right, I'm gonna put my uh, drink up. So the thing is, the social programs that the Democrats supposedly are supposed to do something about, they fail to deliver on them every single time. We talked about minimum wage. Didn't never happened. Talked about uh, giving college debt, never happened. Talked about actual health care, not this Obama bullshit, never happened. So other than oh, war, what exactly are the Democrats doing that's worth anything? Because that's all they At least they try, but then there's war. always a Republican Congress shutting them down on everything they try to do. Well, I do I appreciate you, I the, the infrastructure bill that got passed. That I think is good, but now it's like Trump was trying to pass that. I mean, yeah, but not in the same amount as what uh, what Biden put together. And he didn't okay. give a shit about it. it. Trump wasn't trying okay, to pass whatever. Him. But I'm just golf. saying it doesn't have anything to do with that fucking guy. That fucking guy is could be retarded. It doesn't have. It doesn't matter. Look at Biden. They just pull him out. He doesn't know. Trump's no better. We haven't had a person in the White House that can think since Obama, really. And I didn't really like the way he thinked in the end. You didn't like his thunkishness? Thunkish, his thunking? I didn't like his thunk. Some of his thunkedness. I think uh, Clinton was a smart guy, but he was very uh, A smart guy and a piece of shit and very conservative. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's not like abortion or a Republican at this point. If Clinton was uh, president now, you know, if Clinton. Now it's worse though. Like now, like women can't even get abortions now. I know Clinton was corrupt. Greg, women can get abortions now. Uh, barely. That hasn't going away. We got to comment, dude. Stop, stop watching the John Stewart or whatever. Stop. That was John just Stewart. Her. Now who's John the old man? <laughs> John Stewart has man. a new I'm show, Greg. Uh oh. He does have now. Who's, but I'm just now saying, who's the old man? He just said that you women can't get an abortion now. This, that never happened. It didn't even come close to happening. People talked about it's it. Gonna get, we talked it's about it. Well, it, it's happened in a couple in Oklahoma and in Texas. No, you know, in lots of states, even before the this thing happened, shut down. 
even before this though, they they were making it hard. Right. They were just like, you could so, live in a huge state, there'd be one abortion clinic four hundred miles away. That's been well, going on for ten years. Okay, so, so if if abortion, how is let the states do it? I don't give a shit. They want to make abortion illegal in Oklahoma. Let those fucking backward ass people do it. You guys made basically everything, all drugs legal in Oregon. Okay, <laughs> and that's turning Go out great. It. I don't know how it's turned out. It I mean, is whatever. No, it's turning you know? out with more people dying of overdoses, Greg. Okay. No, never is, you don't know because you don't read this. anything. I'm trying not to open this can of worms. I'm just saying that we're going, oh, Oklahoma and, and, and Texas passed laws that did this. Okay, made it more difficult or overrode whatever. Fine. But, you know, we, we were talking about earlier where, you know, uh, certain states were passing uh, the ability of gay people to marry or, you know, legalizing weed or whatever. And liberals were cheering all this defractionary non- Because that doesn't hurt anyone. That's a, those are good laws. Well, it, it, who says? Keeping Greg women from having abortions is shitty because they're going to do it anyway, if, and they're going to get back out of the. I believe with years. all my heart, it does. You don't get to choose for me. If I believe with all my heart, all my heart from Jesus, that two men getting married is the worst. It's like letting Satan into your house. If I believe that way, and I believe that way, you don't get to judge me any more than I get to judge you. If you think that. You know, me preventing women from killing their babies is horrible. Yeah, I do get to judge them. They're still, they're alive. Because they're trying to keep women, like, fucked. No, they're not. They're just, those babies are alive. Why are you killing babies? Because they're idiots. Greg, baby killer. Sorry. Baby killer? Greg, the baby killer. Coming from NBC. I'm just saying it's so dumb. Both sides of the argument is so dumb. Can't we just, it's like gun control. Can't we just go, look, okay. If the kid, if you if you if you just took the kid out at this point, could he make it? Maybe we should just take him out, give him to somebody who wants a kid, versus pull him out halfway, hitting him with a hammer or whatever they do. I think we all agree that's pretty awful, right? But at the same time, if you get knocked up or raped or whatever, and you're like, I don't want to have anything to do with this, you should be able to do that. But you can't make it last forever. There's a certain point where, like, look, bitch, I don't know at what point you were like, oh no, I can't do this now. Come on. It's a life lesson. I don't know, but we can have that discussion as much. I don't know what that doing. that that would be for a different episode. <laughs> so that's what that's, happens after they pry the thighs and through they use the lies. Yes, yeah, with the forceps. <laughs> anyway, this has been the most recent episode, the the one that you're currently hearing. This is that episode, the one that you've just heard, which will be canceled all the way so through. You'll never here. be able to hear this again. Probably. Well, you'll be able to hear it probably just not on YouTube or some social media platform, yeah, or, I, uh... or podcasting platforms, and Spotify. I mean, they kept Joe Rogan on Spotify, so look, keep us on Spotify. But um, in the meantime, this has been our client has been those who pry thighs use lies. Next week again, please do attend the. Second annual Quibbly Awards, June fifteenth at five p.m. Pacific, uh, eight o'clock Eastern. What is five plus three? Five plus three, eight. Eight p.m. Eastern, and uh, add two hours to that. That's how long it'll go. And if you're really nice to me and you like, message me separately at qsblawoffices at gmail.com. Hell, I'll give you a link. You could join in. You could be part of the audience, the live audience. We'll accept live audience members because dead ones don't do anything. 
Your consultation with the law offices of Quiddle, Squabble, and Picker has ended. You may pay your retainer at www.qsblah.org. Please exit to the right of the water cooler and grab a candy from the front desk. We hope to see you again soon, but you need to leave now. I said leave. Why don't they ever listen? Get out! Get out!